0: OMG. Hi, (laughs) y'all. Welcome back to Building Bitches Podcast, where we are here to empower, encourage, and build women into being the best woman, best bitch you could be. Okay? So, if you've heard, we got Building Bitches up here. And I want to stick with that. So, look, in our last episode, I had put out a poll on my Instagram and also on my YouTube. And I was asking people like, what should I name this podcast? It was between it. was between building bitches. It was between let's build and it was between, I can't think of the other one. Let me try to pull up my YouTube right quick so I could see what was the other name. I put four names up there. So, okay. It was Let's Build Podcast, Building Bitches Podcast, Busy Building Podcast. Um, and Busy Building just kind of came to me. Now, I have, okay, so I got 23% of people said, let's do, let's build. 28% said Building Bitches. And then 49% said Busy Building Podcast. Now, I think that's cute. Now, here's the thing. My Instagram, it was flipped. On my Instagram, it was a lot of people saying Building Bitches podcast. Um, busy building did not really get any votes. And then Less Build was the second runner up on my Instagram. Now, my Instagram followers, I can't gauge them. I know that I don't I feel like my YouTube subbies are my Instagram followers, but I don't know how true that is. I'm assuming that's a whole nother realm of people. So what I am going on is Building Bitches Podcast, because I really, really love that. Um, I had got a comment from somebody on the last um, episode, and they said, "Me, nee, I want you to go with whatever you like, and whatever you like, I'm going to support. And there was so many people who liked that. I said so many people. It was like five likes on that. That was enough, uh, based on the comment section. Somebody else was like, I like Building Bitches. It's catchy. It's whatever it is. And I'm like, you know what? I like it, too. I was just kind of worried about Is it sending the wrong message? And I will always say in my podcast that there's different connotations that you could use the word, and I'm not using it in a derogatory way. Now, for those of you all who are like, I'm not a bitch. I'm a queen. So I am. So am I. <laughs> so am I. I just like all words. We have different contexts when we use them, and in this context, I use it as green people. If I'm talking shit, I will use it as that. But if I'm describing myself, I would use it as that. Um, and that's just kind of where I'm taking it with the word. So for those of you who are comfortable with the word, that's great. For those of you who are not. I can't change that, but I do ask that you support because there's a bigger message around this. Um, and I like that, too. Like, building bitches, like, it, it kind of is off-putting, like, great message, but why the word? And it's like, well, <laughs> it's there's many reasons to it. I can't think of the word that I'm trying to say, but again, I like it. I think that it's a great message, and I'm using the word in the context that I want to use it, um, just like we all do. So I like it. And I think that's what we're going to stick with. Somebody else had put a really good comment. And they said she said that, hey, go with building bitches mitches for now. And if you notice that in the future, you need to rebrand it or rechange it or you outgrow the name, then so be it. I'm like, I like that, too, you know. <laughs> so I want to thank you guys because y'all were so supportive. Um. On just helping me out with this name. I done changed the name like damn twice because I'm you know, something new. You like what it what should it be? What should it be? So I really, really appreciate you guys for that. So um let's talk. I haven't seen you guys in two weeks. Y'all, it has been crazy as heck. Um, I get really wrapped up in home life, like Eb's nieces. Um, I say my nieces, I've been around for a long time just be a lot. We be taking the places, doing stuff with them. It's, it's a lot. Okay. So I just kind of get so busy and it's like, Ooh, let me, let me try to find the time. Now I like my podcast. So I'm definitely going to be recording. My goal is to put out a episode every week. As far as what day just bear with me. Cause I cannot, um, I can't tell you what day just yet. Cause my week is just busy. <laughs> it really is. But My goal is to do it every week. I'm on this thing, too, y'all, With I've gotten so busy that I am forgetting um, to just kind of focus on me and what I want to do. So I'm not a big TV watcher, but I really love, like, finding a series on Netflix and just kind of, like, binge watching it. And I had time for that, but then I've slowly not made time for it. And I'm like, hell no, we're not doing this. My hair... I don't even do my hair like that and my hair is a big part of my self-esteem like when it's done. I'm feeling like the baddest when it's not done. It's annoying. It's summertime. I actually have a hair appointment tomorrow to cut all of this off Um, and I go through this where I like my hair, but then I'm done so I cut it off and I regrow and I cut it off, but I'm really at the stage now where I really want a shortcut and I just want to keep it like that and maintenance it. So, my goal is to keep this shortcut at least a year. You know, like I really want the shortcut style and I'm always inspired, like others, to do it over the summertime. So, I have a hair appointment tomorrow and my hair is about to be gone. <laughs> and I'm so interested for that because I know that's going to be another boost for me. So, that's what I've been. Work has been kind of busy, girl. Um, For those of you all who are listening, first, I am a therapist. I'm a licensed social worker, um, and I'm a practicing mental health therapist. So that's what I've been doing. It's just been so freaking busy. You know, I tell y'all, I be in session after session after session, you know, all week. (sighs) It'd be a lot, girl, but I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to see y'all. I went to this place first. Okay, before I get into, so my episodes, I record on Anchor. And I need to find another platform to record on because they only allow up to thirty minutes, and then I have to do a lot, of, a lot of editing to record another uh, episode, merge it. It should be so much. So I'm gonna try to find another platform to record on, or another editing software where I can kind of record on. For those of you all who are listening, um, I am over on YouTube. You can type in Nini Tanay, and you will find Building Bitches Podcast there. Um, let me talk to my YouTube family really quick, right? So I've been on YouTube for a very, very long time. Uh, I don't really remember how many subscribers I have. Let me kind of tell you right now. I have 134,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, On my YouTube channel, I did a lot of makeup, just beginner makeup, just teaching people about makeup. Then I did plus size hauls. Then I did advice segments. I did all of these things on my YouTube channel. And I have been speaking for the last three or so years how I was outgrowing those things. So my YouTube channel has just kind of been... Nothing. I haven't did anything, haven't really posted. I think the last video I really posted, and it was a, a um, Where's My Tea segment. That's where people send in um, issues or dilemmas, and then I give advice on it, it was five months ago. <laughs> that was the last video I did, and then I just was doing my podcast as of recently, one month ago. So I'm not active at all on my YouTube channel, and that's simply because i've outgrown that like i don't do makeup anymore and i think that the youtube world is changing you know people have learned all they need to learn from makeup but i got this one video on my channel right it's my let me go back to my most popular it is my the basics how to apply foundation and concealer i uploaded this video four years ago I'm almost close to getting a million views on this one video, which is going to be so fucking awesome. I get comments daily on that video telling me how I have helped them (laughs) to figure out, or you know, just the basics of makeup. So I love that. That is like my most popular video on my channel. Um, And I get comments on it. I say that to say I've outgrown YouTube and I never really knew the direction where I was going to take it. So let me just kind of speak to my YouTube subbies right quick. Listen, I love y'all. Y'all my boobs, right? But. I can't completely ditch the platform, but just those tutorials and all those things, that's not where it's at. I think that I'm going to use that platform to host my podcast as far as visually seeing me. Um, And I think that's just the direction I'm going to go. So if you guys are interested in following me on that, I love that. I will appreciate that. I want you guys to stick around because you guys have watched me grow. Um, And a lot of you understand that I'm just no longer in that space in my life. So I just kind of, I know that People are probably like, what is she doing here? You know, don't even know, because I never really formally told you guys, like, this is the direction I'm going in. But this is where I'm at. <laughs> so if you want to see me, you want to hear me, because a lot of you guys miss me so much, then this is how you can view me, via my Building Bitches podcast. This is where I am. And this is how you just kind of get an update on my life. Now, updates, y'all. As far as Instagram, by the time this go up, you guys will have found or... You will be able to follow my Instagram. It's going to be at Building Bitches Podcast or at Building Bitches. Um, I'll I'll solidify the name in the comment section so you guys can just check there. That'll be this podcast's podcast's this that'll be this podcast Instagram page. Um, and my personal Instagram page is at Nini Tanay. Um, so if you want to follow me there on my personal page, so that's kind of cool. So let's get into it, y'all. I feel like it's just. I've been damn ten minutes. <laughs> We've been kind of talking, just kind of giving you guys updates. So let me just tell you the highlight of my week. Um Eve and I and her nieces, we went to this place called Urban Air. Y'all, it was so freaking fun. Now, there's an indoor trampoline park. I advise if any of you guys have children, there's a couple different locations. I know that is on the East Coast. I don't know where else Urban Air is located. But it's the indoor trampoline park that has so many. Okay, you know the places like Launch... Um, Sky Zone. Okay, it's all of that in one, but better. You have like indoor zipline, and you have like this rope course where they have you up in the air, and you gotta travel on like these beams. On, and I don't know how to how to explain it, but um, you're attached to a harness in the air, and you gotta you know use the ropes to get across this maze. They have trampolines. They have the Warrior Course, where on TV you ever seen like um, I forgot what that show is, but the Warrior, where you gotta just go through so many different obstacle courses. They have that It's trampoline. I know for other people, it's goddamn weed, alcohol, all of those things. So that's interesting. I would love to see or hear what is one of your greatest extravagance. Um, at this time in my life, I'm not upset that I spend a lot of money to having a good time because... Let me not even say that. I was about to say for a long time, I wasn't able to have a good time. That's not fucking true. Um, I'm trying to, I've started this budget type of thing where I'm setting aside an allowance for myself where, okay, you got this to work with for two weeks. And if you run out of that shit in the first day, oh, well, it's like, (laughs) You ever seen that seen that meme when it's like outside costs a hundred dollars? Bitch, they ain't goddamn lying. Outside is very goddamn expensive. I'm gonna tell you that. (laughs) So I'm trying to get better at budgeting myself and kind of saying no. Right now in the space of my life, y'all, I'm really, really, really um, improving my credit and getting rid of my credit card debt. I'm girl, I'm focused as hell because. I want to buy a house and I want to buy a car, first a car. But on my list, I want to travel. So my debt got to fucking go. Like, it, it just can't be there. I don't mind my school loans and all that shit being there. We'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. But as far as credit card debt, I got to get rid of that. And I'm doing it on my own. Like, I was going to hire somebody to help me get rid of my credit card debt. Girl, I just watch goddamn YouTube videos. Okay, I got to send a letter out. I got to look at my reports. I just did that. I didn't send no letters out because I didn't see anything that was worth me sending a letter out. Like my credit history all looks correct. Like everything looks fine. I ain't about to send nothing out to refute it. I don't know how important that part is, but I haven't done that. But I am at this part of my life where I'm 27 and things are really starting to fucking matter. And I have this idea of a life I want to live and let's get to it, you know, so just kind of being in control, having more self-control. Um... I'm focused on that. So it's like, "I, I do you really need to get that? Do, you had a good time yesterday. You got to have a good time today. You got you got to pick a day when you going to have a good time." It's that, you know, I always prioritize my spending, meaning all my bills going to get paid for it first. So right now in my credit card bills, y'all, a month I am paying what am I paying a my bitch too damn much? I'm paying $800 a month in credit card bills and of course it's split 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 up between my checks and that is a sacrifice and I'm willing to take it because there's a bigger goal. So if I get if I can give anybody any type of advice when it comes to paying off their credit, understand that it is a mental, it's a sacrifice. It really is. If you Want to pay off your debt? You have to put yourself in the mind frame that this is a sacrifice that I'm willing to take to understand the bigger goal and the bigger picture. That's the only way. You know, sometimes people are like, "How are you able to pay $800?" One, God has blessed me with a job. Thank you. But then, two, even with this job and these, this, this, the, the financial resources I have, resources I have. I could be having a good goddamn time, but I'm sacrificing those things because I have a bigger goal in mind. Literally, financial freedom is just the best, okay? I don't know a lot about financial literacy. I'm teaching myself along the way, but financial freedom is the fucking best. Like having a good credit score, it really it's a reason for that. It helps, it helps, it helps. So, girl, my credit score was very good prior to college, when I was home, just working, trying to figure out how I'm going to go to college. Girl, I had a credit score of a high 70s. Like I was pushing, I mean, 70s, high 700s. I was pushing an 800 fucking credit score. Like I was getting it. Girl, got the college, got the grad school, stayed in grad school a year longer than what I needed. Oh, my credit score plummeted, bitch, okay? But right now, since paying on my credit credit card, literally, I think this is the fourth month or third month that I've been playing on my credit card, my credit score has increased by 13 points. And I'm so happy about that because, bitch, let's get it going. I got a time frame. Uh, in a year, my my goal is in a year, I would have decreased all of my debt um, in 12 months. And I'm just like, damn, so if in four, my credit score went up 13, 13 points, Bitch, let's, let's keep it going, you know, before you know it, I have a fucking 30, 40 point credit card increase just in within a year, which is going to be awesome um, because I need that. So that's where I am. I don't mind, you know, that all of my money kind of goes to, what does it say? Buying stuff for my house, buying clothes for me, because at one point I wasn't even able to do that. Having a good time is the main thing it go to, and I'm trying to cut back on that because, bitch, Listen, you, you having a good goddamn time, I tell you that. Bitch, I'm always out. Got my wings, got my margarita. Girl, i am a-uh-uh. And I think COVID play had a real big uh, part on that too, y'all, because shit, I got tired of cooking every damn day. Like, oh my God, I love cooking, but COVID, you was cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. At this point, I'm tired of eating shit. So now that we're able to go outside and you know, go to restaurants. I'm like, to hell with this cooking shit. And it's like, me, nee, me. Nee. Also, too, shit. I done gained five pounds. I, 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 we not doing that neither. So, I'm trying to just kind of regain control a little bit um, right now because it's it's looking like a fun time. But I'm like, girl, I, 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 let's let's go back. Let's let's restrict a little bit. My podcast is about to stop recording on Anchor, so I'm gonna have to. Pause this and redo it and do all that so give me a minute so it has the um trampoline like it's lit. I mean, it's trampoline based everywhere in there. I mean, they have the ball pit and it's for children, but adults can go too. Now there's different, we got the all in, not all inclusive, but we got the top package, which is like $35.99. But for adults, it's half of that price. So we ended up paying, I think $18 each. And then the kids, it was $36 each. And you got to pay for your little socks. If you could see me, these are the socks right here that you got to wear. Um, but it was so Fun. Oh my God, I'm telling everybody about it. So, if you got babies, I just want you to go on um go to Google, type in Urban Air, and then go to their website and see the locations. If you are in uh, the DMV, so DC, Maryland, Virginia, I highly recommend the Fredericks Fredericksburg one. That's the Fredericksburg, Berg, Maryland. That's the one we went to, and we went to that one because it was the largest one and it had all of the attractions. It was awesome. Such a great time. Such a great time. So if you got babies, nieces, God babies, take them there. And I promise you'll have the best time in your life. Even if you want to go with your friends, like go because it is fun as hell. That's all I can say. It's just fun as hell. (laughs) So that's been the highlight of my week, y'all. Like we really did something fun. I'm trying to look into taking something some type of self-defense class, kickboxing class, karate class. Like, I want to get more physical, more active. So I'm about to look into exploring that because that's something I really want to do. So now that we have got the chit-chat out the way, let's get into last week's podcast. And I'm going to pull up the... Um, Comments from that. So the question last week was, what's one thing you deplore about yourself? And deplore means something you don't really like. And I was saying that one trait about me was people pleasing. I really don't like that. Like, so this is what somebody said here. She said, one trait that I found I frown upon or deplore about myself is how sensitive I am. I'm very easily offended, and it does not take much to hurt my feelings. I've mastered the ability to not show my emotions so much in front of people, but when I'm alone, I rethink certain instances that offended me, and it makes me sad or even cry sometimes. I try to do better with it, especially if I know that people's intentions aren't to be hurtful to me, but I just can't help that I feel that way. And somebody says, same girl. That's like number two on my list of the things that I deplore about myself. And you know... I thought this was a very vulnerable comment, and I appreciate you for even this comment. And let me see if I can kind of help you out, right? We have a lot of sensitive people in this world, right? And when it comes to sensitive people, it's so hard what you say to them because, or it's so hard for people to say things to you because you take it however way you take it. But let me just kind of give you a little tip. Most of the times, if we are sensitive, it's how we are processing what people say up here. I want you guys to keep in mind that what we think will determine how we feel and what we do, okay? Whichever way we perceive a certain situation, I'll give you this. Let's just say, um, okay, let's say you're on your way to work, okay, and you get a flat tire, okay? And let's just say you've been late to work before, okay? Automatically, you are frustrated as hell, angry as hell. And somebody asks you, why are you so mad? The thought may be, because I'm going to get fired this damn time. Like, I done been late so many times, I may lose my job. This thought process, well, how do you know you're going to get fired? How do you know you're going to lose your job? And based on that thought, you felt angry frustrated all of these emotions okay and that will determine what you do next i mean shit you may call your job and say i quit i just can't because you're so frustrated so i say that to say for sensitive people just pay attention to how you interpret stuff and most of the times it's negatively most of the times it's not a positive interpretation of the experiences you had and that's why sometimes people are able to easily hurt your feelings without even intentionally doing it because in your mind you heard it another way and most of the time it's negatively so i just want you to pay attention to your thoughts honestly and that's free game if you was my client That's the first thing I will focus on with you. Well, how are you processing this information? And most of the time, this is no dig, but it's always led back to a self-esteem part. You may have some type of belief about yourself um, that just kind of always validates those feelings or that information that people gives you. You may have this ongoing belief. Um, I know that I have an ongoing belief. For a long time, I always just kind of felt like... um, i was undeserving of a sense like just people don't like me <laughs> um i'm just too much for people and it was always just negative so when stuff will happen to me this thought will always pop up like why are you so hard yourself like why do you feel like people don't like you why do you and it's like because i guess i'm just undeserving of stuff so I, all my experiences have always just kind of turned out bad and i say that to say i had to challenge that i had to change that you know You're not necessarily undeserving of things, you know, so it could be negative thoughts that you have. It could be related to something um, self-esteem wise. I'm not saying you're insecure. It's some type of thought you're having or some type of something about, you know, your self-esteem that's a little low. That sometimes when people say things to you, instead of you not reacting, you react hurtfully. So it's the thoughts. I want you to pay attention to how are you you interpreting the information. Um, Is it negative? And maybe that's why you're impacted by it. Um, So I hope that's helpful. I really appreciate you saying that. Let me try to pull somebody else because that was a good one. Oh, this is good. Hold on. Hmm. Let me find somebody. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to find another one. Oh, here we go. So this one says... She said, um, woo, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. She said, Wu child, a word. The trait I deplore by myself is letting the views and opinions of others about me shape the person I am. Trying to change me just so others will be happy. I hate it. In terms of friends, girl, I only have one really good friend. So she said, Letting the views and opinions of others shape the person I am. And that is so hard to break from. And I get that, too. Again, that's the self-esteem issue. Um, and please don't think, I don't want nobody to think I'm attacking your self-esteem. I'm taking this from a larger view. And I'm a licensed therapist. I understand how people, I understand human behavior. I understand how we interpret messages. So please take it as I'm giving you free game on how to help yourself because, bitch, I be trying to help myself. Okay? So just take it from that. But um, that was me for a long time. Girl, shit. What people say about me, I'm like, damn, is that really true? And it's it's crazy because it makes you question who you are, too, especially if people say the same things. Um, Sometimes, I'll tell you this. When I was growing up, I would hear so many people say my attitude was bad. And I would be like, it's you, not me. Um, And it was until I met my girlfriend, I didn't even know her. I know her and she was like you got a bad ass attitude and i'm like this bitch don't even know me and she's saying the same thing people have told me from years like is it really just them or is it me <laughs> and it really had them it made me like reflect on myself a little bit like your attitude is bad why why is your attitude so bad like what are you so angry about and i had to do a lot of work on that so i say that to say sometimes that may be true But honestly, on the flip side of things, girl, people say shit to you just on purpose, just so it can get to you. Um, So you got to be able to filter out what's fact and what's fiction, what's real and what's fake. And I'm glad that you are aware that you kind of take people's opinions of yourself and put it on you. Now, if you're aware of it don't let it be your excuse. If it's something that you got to work on and fix, then you do just that. But don't let these things, you know, attach itself to you and be who you are, create who you are, because it's it's not that. Um, Thank you guys for responding back to last week's question. I really, really appreciate you guys. Just kind of like, just chiming in on the conversation. That's the purpose of it. That's the purpose of building bitches, okay? We here, we building. I want you to reflect. With this question's It is the 3,000 Questions About Me book. The purpose is to get you to learn more about you Um, because we so oftentimes focus so much on other people that we don't really know much about ourselves. So my goal is to bring insight or help you get insight into who you are and you build yourself into who you want to be, okay? Be a free game, free insight, all of that, sis. So let's get to this week's question, Okay. So since this is episode four, we are on question four. And this one says, what is your greatest extravagance? What's your greatest extravagance? And I want to kind of pull this up because I think I have an idea of what it means. Let me kind of pull it up on my phone. Ooh, this is messing up. I think I have an idea of extravagance, um, but I want to make sure define extravagance. Here we go. I want to make sure I understand. So it says extravagance. Is it a noun? It says a lack of restraint in spending money or use of resources. Oh, uh, So I'm thinking like, what is your greatest extravagance? Something that you can't control yourself. on. I'm thinking that. Uh-huh. A thing on which too much money has been spent or which it has used up too many resources. So your greatest luxury, indulgence, your greatest treat. Oh, that's kind of cool. What is my greatest extravagance? I want to say, what uses up a lot of my resources? Oh, ooh, that's a good one, girl. Having a good goddamn time. I'll tell you that. Shit, I'm all for a good time. I'm all for going out, giving me wings and fries and margaritas, bitch. I'm all for a good vibe. I'm all for a good time. And, oh my God, since the summertime, and I'm going to use the term in air quotations, outside has opened up that part um oh my god (laughs) having a good time is what i'm doing 25 8 seriously i think that's what i spend a lot and probably a lot of you guys probably can relate i spend a lot of time on that just dumb shit, food and drinks girl going out having a good time outside of that at this current state in my life i think that i'm spending a lot of time or a lot of money into decorating my home and making my home become a home um Also, since I have finally found a stable job, stable income, and I'm able to really take care of myself, it has been updating my wardrobe. Like, (laughs) it has been that. I would say just my overall life, what has been my greatest extravagance? personal items. So, whether I'm buying something for my face, whether I'm buying something for my skin, my health, those things, like, just always buying something, um, In that extent some for my hair you know just just that and I think that's interesting I would love to know (laughs) it'll be so funny to see what people spend their money on I know my mom is goddamn clothes and shoes shit (laughs) I will see that Um, okay so we back right so we've already recorded for about 30 minutes this podcast won't be any longer Y'all remember last week I had told y'all if you want advice or anything from me to contact me, I have an email address. It's buildingpodcast at yahoo.com. You can always send in your story or your dilemma or your situation. And then I'll be able to read it here on the podcast and just kind of offer some insight or just some, you know, just some insight on what to do. So somebody had reached out to me on Instagram and I wanted to share this here. I have already responded back to the girl, but I'm going to kind of, of course, keep her anonymous. But I'm going to read this and kind of share it here. And we'll wrap up soon So it says, hi Nini, I just wanted some advice on what to do about the situation So basically me and this dude had a thing, well at least I thought After I got pregnant and I told him, all he said was congratulations, Acting regular So after a while he texts me, he needs to talk to me about something serious So I say, okay, whenever you're ready Then he says that we're not ready to have a baby, we're young And although that is true, that's not why he said it then he said, in the future, we we can. I said, okay. So I started falling into the trap and said, I will get an abortion. He said, handle that. So I said, I got one. Then day, days later, okay, so basically he said, I told him I got one. And then late, days later, he tried to play it off in my inbox with a, what you doing, to get an update. And then automatically goes to say, did you handle that? So I felt all over the place. So I said, yeah, but I didn't. Days later, I text him and, and say, wait on me. And he says, I hope you're not talking about that baby because, bitch, you're going to be on your own. So I say, whatever. And I knew this and that. Okay. So I said, whatever. And I knew that this is what it was all about and was never about. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot. She said, so I say, whatever. And I told him I knew this is what it was was what this is what it was all about. And it was never about you not being ready or us being so young. So then we just go back and forth for a while. Then he blocks me, and that's how it ends. So I just don't really know what to do. And I'm only seven weeks and I'm 17. She says, and while we're not together or whatever, he wanted me to get pregnant, but now it's just to get an abortion. That's a sticky dilemma, girl. So let me tell y'all, she was messing with a dude, so she thought. Um, and she got pregnant with the daggone dude. And she told the dude that she was pregnant. He like, hey, we too young. You need to get an abortion. She told him that she got an abortion. He like, back. He tried to slide back in the DM, you know, see what's up with her, see if she handled that. She told him yes. Um, and she told him, you know, like, can we do this in the future? He like, bitch, no. <laughs> um, and I guess it sounds like at this point, they got into it, you know, because she felt some type of way. They no longer talk. But Honey never got an abortion. Um, She just told him that. I guess to see how this is going to go. And she said she's seven, 17. She said that he always told her he wanted her to have his baby. So I had kind of sent her my advice. And then she gave me an update. She said, I decided... I wanted to keep the baby and I know I will be on my own and I'm fine with that. I know I'll run into somebody who cares about me and my baby. So let me just kind of give y'all some insight on the type of advice that I gave her. Um, I said, Hey boo, I'm never in a position to tell somebody how to decide on keeping or losing a life. Here's what I can offer. And I want you to think about this. So here's the advice that I kind of gave her. I said, Based on what we know, at the current moment, the dude is not showing no interest in having a baby with you. Therefore, if you decide to keep the baby, you can almost expect to be a single mom, raising a baby with an inactive parent, just based on what we know right now. If you're okay with that, think about what it means for you to keep the baby. What does keeping the baby mean to you? Why do you want to keep the baby despite the activity or inactivity or participation of the father? I want you to think on that. On the flip, because I gave her another perspective, I said, expect to feel some guilt or shame if you decide to terminate the pregnancy. These reactions will be normal. However, seek to fully understand why this option would be your choice. Think about how this choice will impact you, not only negatively, but positively as well, because most women, when terminating a pregnancy, always tend to think of the negative. So I gave her two options. You can keep the baby, but think about why you'll decide to keep the baby with the inactive father and or terminate the pregnancy, but understand that you may have some guilty or uh, f- some feelings of shame and guilt associated with that. And I always tell people, cause I've gotten DMs over the years of young girls, like, what do I do? I'm never in a position to tell somebody what to do with their child because bearing children means has a different meaning to everybody. So I'm not in a position to tell somebody what to do, you know. I'm just not. In this situation though, what I want her to focus on, if you decide to keep this baby, right? Knowing that the father doesn't want to be there, the baby has some type of significance or meaning to you. The baby or being a parent, why why did you decide to do that, you know? Most of the times people grow up not having a dad in their life or Vice versa, not having a mom. But you just have people being single, raising children. And I see that we are okay with that narrative. Like, it's all right. It could just be me and my baby. And the thing is is and I'm just coming from a softer approach, you know, children need active parents in their life. Children need to see that, you know. Um, children need both a mother and a father. It, it, it develops the child. It develops into the esteem of a child. You know, that, that stable... It doesn't even have to be a stable home. You know, there's effective co-parenting, but you have a guy who's completely not even interested in doing that. So now you have a child with no sense of a father or an attachment figure in that sense. And I mean, I just tell people, think think about what it was like when you had to grow up. And oftentimes people forget that, you know, people like, I mean, I was fine. Were you really, you know, do you think about those moments? So if she did, and I hear her say, I'm going to keep it. But that was a sticky situation just to go into, you know, kids are so young, you know, and having sex is just so great. Don't get me wrong. It's so great, especially when niggas is, is just telling you sweet nothings. Yeah, I want you to have my baby. In the moment, it sounds and feels so good. And it's the perfect example of when it's not in the moment, niggas just be talking shit just to get what they want, you know, because they having a good time. Um, and it's so unfortunate. Now, I won't say her keeping her baby is unfortunate. Whatever that baby meant to her, she kept it for a reason. And I hope that, you know, She's able to be a great parent. You know, I hope that she has a great support system with her. Um, But it was just kind of a sticky situation in that, you know, all the signs are there. And I know that sometimes women and children get into this idea that I don't even know. Like, sometimes it seems like they have babies out of spite. Like, all right, nigga, this your kid. And then people want to see you got a kid and maybe, you know, you're going to get the brunt of it. Or maybe if I had a child, you're going to want me and want to be with me ah it don't ever really really work out that way i would love to know you know some of you ladies who have been in a situation like this got pregnant by a nigga who didn't want the baby you kept the baby how has it impacted your life you know how has it impacted your baby's life both positively and negatively what led to your decision in keeping your child you know what led to your decision in not even keeping your child I would never know what I would do in a situation, I probably would know, I've never been in a situation like that before, but I know if it was me in a situation like that, I probably wouldn't keep it, simply because it was already unstable, you know, it was already just not right, now granted, I was out doing, we can't take that time away, but I think that would have just been me, would I have been making decisions like that all the time, hell no, Um, but. I can't tell nobody what to do. You know, when it comes to producing, I, that's just not, I'm not in a position for that. I will never take a side on that. It is up to what you want to do and why you want to do it. So that was the advice I gave home, girl. Um, If you guys ever want advice, of course, the email is at isbuildingpodcast at yahoo.com. Or you can slide in my DM. My Instagram is at ninetanay. And we'll talk about it, Um, and we'll go from there. My idea is to be able to give you advice on camera, but because she just kind of slid in my DM, I just kind of responded back to her from there. And I do give advice. You know, I always try to give some type of insight. I have people looking at me like, why are you just telling people what to do for free? I'm not going to charge niggas, you know, what to do. I have a following of people who trust me, you know, and... I may not be always available giving just advice, 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 advice. But in the moments where I am available and I see that people do need help, I just kind of give it from there because that's just who I am. Now, we about to wrap up this podcast so far. It's been about 40 minutes. We've been here for a while. This is something that I want to introduce to the podcast, and I want us to do it at the end of every podcast. I have a deck of cards. It's called Stress Less Cards. If you are viewing me, this is what they look like. I got them from Amazon. You can check the description box. I'll be able to link them for you. But let me read the back. Let me read the back. Okay. So the back says, stress less cards contain 50 easy and effective exercises for stopping your stress reaction. Use the diverse exercises in your everyday life at your desk, on the bus, or while queuing at the supermarket. These cards are your first aid kit for reducing stress. Practice and repeat and you'll learn to recall an exercise when you need it. Now, this is something I use in practice. For my clients, just you don't even have to be stressed out, but these cars are just excellent, y'all excellent is just giving you tips to just manage your stress so i wanted to use them with you guys here on, on building bitches podcast because we doing what we and empower and building women to be the best woman you can be the best you can be and one of the ways is managing your stress in order to think clearly and to just be more effective in life so let me pull a card and my goal is that you guys just practice this card for those of you who are stressed out worried just kind of low i want you to practice what the cards say and there's 50 of these so we got time (laughs) to give you tips and it says practice and repeat because in order to make things effective or habit you have to be consistent in doing it you have to practice it so let's pull it it says hug touch or be gentle hug and touch other people as often as possible If not physically, you can be gentle to others with words and actions. Bring gentleness and concentration to your speech. Ask people how they are and listen. And sprinkle good and encouraging words into your sentences. Physical touch and touching words produce oxytocin, which reduces anxiety and fear. The basic elements of stress. Oh, I love that goddamn card. Oh my God, that's a good card. That's a good card. Let's reflect on it. So hug, touch, or be gentle. The message is to be gentle with your words this week. You know, touch somebody if you can. Hug them if you can. Um, and sometimes people don't recognize this, but... Even offering good words and encouragement to other people can help make you feel good too. Most of the times we don't notice that, but when we speak with the tongue, we are preaching to others, but also feeding our soul. So I encourage you to just manage your stress this week by hugging, touching, or using your words as an act of kindness to someone. I really, really love that. If you ask somebody how they're doing be sure to listen. A lot of people lose that. This is me all day. I was reading something about my son and it asked me, why do... It says, why do people... Um, seek your sign or come to you. And I'm an Aries for you guys who don't know. And they said, you always offer the right words to say. You make people feel empowered. You make people believe in themselves just using your words. And I said, that's so true. Like I do have that natural ability. So this is something I do often where I'm always just kind of speaking into others because you never know who needs to hear it. Also touch. You never really know the true, how touch really plays a big part in people's lives. You have some people don't want to be touched, but something as simple as how you doing or a rub on the back or somebody playing in your hair. You ever had somebody playing in your hair or just? Touch some part of your neck, and it's just like, ooh, that feel good. Can you do it again? Like, oh, man. So touch somebody. Hug on somebody. On the receiving end, have you had somebody touch you? And it's just like, oh, that just felt so bad. Somebody gave you a hug, and it just meant something. Somebody sent you words. So this is something for you to practice this week to help reduce some of your stress. I like that. Tell me how you like the stress less. All right, y'all, we've been here for about 45 minutes. We've been here for a long time for this podcast. My goal is to keep it kind of like at 45 minutes. I don't want to be here for too long, but the purpose of the podcast is for you to listen, um, of podcast periods, for people who like to listen. Tell me so far in the comments, how are you liking Building Bitches podcast? I would love to know. Don't forget that you can follow us on Instagram. Check the description box, you'll be able to find the Instagram name. I think it's at Building Bitches or um, at Building Bitches Podcast. One of the two. But, um, I'm excited to be here. I'm happy I was able to film. I miss you guys. And this will be a weekly thing. I can't wait. Don't forget to answer the question of the week. The question of the week was what is your greatest extravagance? Meaning, what is something you splurge on? Um, you use your money on. I would love to know. I told you guys, right now at this point, mine is having a good goddamn time for so food, drinks and a vibe, bitch. That is my greatest extravagance at this moment. <laughs> so I would love to know. Anyways, I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. I am out. I will see you guys soon. If you are listening, that's fine. But always, you can come over to YouTube and see me. That's at me today. Other than that, I'm out, bitch. We will talk later. Bye, y'all.